used to drink a, a fair bit because over the course of well a lot at times for, for the size of your body you consume a huge <laughs> amount of alcohol this is the peaks audio experience so welcome back and I think today we're talking about alcohol, isn't that right, we are. Mike? Would you fancy a drink? Well, I used to, <laughs> and uh, it's fair to say, and I think it's good to start start with. You know, I used to drink a, a fair bit because over the course of well, a lot at times. For, for the size of your body, you consume a huge <laughs> amount of alcohol. It is, but if it I is. go way back, yes, um, you know, so I, I was in corporate life for for many years. I was a typical student. Uh, what do students do? A lot of students drink. Um, then I was in corporate life and I whined and I dined. And my drinks at the time were, you know, wine and whiskey. So I used to have a, a big whiskey collection and I would take people out for, you know, whiskey tastings and, and do the whole whiskey mm. thing. And then over the years, my, you know, my taste changed and I ended up at a point where I used to drink a lot of beer. Mm. And Corona was my, my beer of choice. Mm. And I would easily consume 10, 12 Coronas in a day plus mm. a, a bunch of vodka as well. And I've got to take some responsibility for that because <laughs> I introduced you to Corona. <laughs> you did. And uh, we have consumed thousands of Coronas. So I think it's important for people who are tuning in to realise that sometimes when people hear people talking, it sounds like that person has always had a clean lifestyle and never you know, had alcohol cross their lips. We have done alcohol in every way, shape or form. We have. We have spent many, many hours drinking, trying lots of different drinks. And now with our reformed life, Alcohol is not, not a part of it at all, but we fully understand how important alcohol is for a lot of people and how alcohol plays a huge part in a lot of people's lives and therefore how difficult it is to modify their alcohol relationship when they're moving on to keto. Makes sense. And, I, and we do get lots of questions mm. from people you know, who say, I would love to try keto, but, but <laughs> do I have to give up alcohol? Yes. And that's because people either relax with alcohol mm. or they're social drinkers um, you know, or they just enjoy it. They might be, you know, wine buff, or like me, they enjoyed their whiskey, um, or they enjoy a few beers at the weekend. So it doesn't really matter where you are on the spectrum. It's good to understand what alcohol does to you and where alcohol mm. fits in that keto lifestyle, if at all. And then you can make those choices. So you, I mean, if you if you understand how how alcohol will impact your keto transition or your keto lifestyle, then it's not don't ever drink again. Mm. But it's, if you are going to drink, at least understand the consequences. And if you are going to drink, be loud and proud and say, I'm going to have a drink because I'm, I'm at a wedding and I'm having a toast and I'm celebrating the bride and groom and I'm having a glass of champagne. That's great. Exactly But you right. understand the impact of that. That's exactly mm. right. And I think, you know, probably good to start with, you know, where, where do we sit on this? Mm. Um, at the end of the day, a, reg, you know, a single glass, the odd glass of alcohol of any kind, probably isn't going to knock you out of ketosis. True. Um, and isn't, you know, it's not bad. Um, but if you're drinking, you know, fair, fairly big quantities regularly, mm. then it's going to be very hard to get into and stay in ketosis. Yes. So, you know, certainly if your goal is to lose weight, if your goal is to get more energy, if mm. your goal is to be in ketosis and get all of the health benefits, yes. then you really want to review your alcohol mm. consumption because it could well um, affect all of those goals mm. and affect your success. And a lot of people, unfortunately, because they may not understand the different types of drinks and the alcohol content and the carbohydrate content, they work really hard on their keto, on their diet, on their food, mm. and they make the mistake of maybe consuming an alcoholic drink that throws them out of keto if they're believing that it doesn't impact you know, their, their, their keto balance. So it's important to have that knowledge. So we're talking about drinks. So can we just 
but get yeah. some definitions around that. Just everyone's really clear. So, so let's just start start with this. When we're thinking about alcohol, there's a few things to mm. think about. The first one is how much alcohol is actually in the drink. Mm. So we know that some drinks are very light on alcohol. Yes. Spritzers, for example. Some drinks are, you know, moderate in alcohol, your beers, yep. then you're going up to your wines, and then you're going up to your spirits. So, so as a collective, we're talking beers, wines, spirits, and then those mixers, those pre-packaged mixers where they've got alcohol and some sort of flavour in a bottle or a can. That's, that's it. probably the main groups. So of and and maybe about. your spritzers might come in at the bottom end. What are spritzers? Spritzers, you know, you, you take your wine and you add some, oh, add okay. some mineral mix, water. It's like cocktails. Uh, it's kind of like cocktail, but it, it's, it's one of the ways a lot of women use this, mm. and, it, and they're very, very common, where somebody will take you know, a very small serve of wine, maybe a white wine, mm. add some sparkling mineral water, so they've basically diluted the wine, so it's a very limited serving, very small serving of wine, okay. just in a, in a, you know, a bit of water, Never heard so, of it, so spritzer, so spritzer's going to be on the low end, yes. beers, wine, spirits, and then those mixers, mm -hmm. um, and of course your cocktails and, and all that sort of stuff <laughs> yeah, as well. So the, so the first thing we're looking at is how much um, alcohol have we got in there. The second thing we're going to take a look at, and we'll talk all these through, is how much carbohydrate have you got in there. Mm -hmm. um, but I think before we get to all of that, let's just have a quick look at what's the impact of drinking alcohol when you're in ketosis. Mm, good point. So like I said, a single drink is probably not going to knock you out of ketosis, and it's probably not going to go over your carb allowance for the day. Yes you're going to be really hard pressed to find a drink that's got more than say 20 or 30 grams of carbohydrates. If you're really pushing it, some of the, maybe the rum and coke, yep. if it's a, a yeah, full strength coke. Or the big fancy um, cocktails. The big fancy cocktails, those mm. very, you know, when you go to the resorts, <laughs> you get those almost like a goldfish bowl. Yes, 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 the um, meal. They, then they will, yeah. they definitely will, they have a lot of carbohydrates, but a typical regular sized drink um, is not going to, to knock you out. Mm. A few drinks probably will. Um, and the other thing to, to remember is that they are going to be impacting your liver. So your liver's working already to keep you in ketosis. You're putting an extra load onto the liver. Mm. Now, if you've been a big drinker and you've got fatty liver or you've been a big sh uh, sugar consumer and you've got non-alcohol fatty liver, then you're putting extra load on the liver. So mm. it's not going to feel that good. So first, before we talk about what's in the drinks, any drink with any alcohol is going to impact the liver because you're putting a chemical in your body of any percentage, could be 2% you know, right up to 30 or 40%, mm. and it's going to impact the liver. That's exactly the right. True. Okay. So, you know, your, your liver's got to do all of that work, yep. and you're adding on extra work mm, for it mm. to do. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, we, you know, you've got to be mindful of that, depending on what your goal is. Yes. So if you're looking to detox, you're looking to lose weight, it could impact. If you're looking to, let's just, nice segue, if you're looking to lose weight, calories are going to be important to you and carbs are going to be important as well. So any amount of alcohol may affect your weight loss, might stall it, mm. might actually see you losing weight slower than you would otherwise have done. Because alcohol itself, the 100% alcohol, has its own calories, isn't it? It's got... So we don't worry about the mixes or calories. anything else. So it's, it's got, got its calories. own calories. So even if you're just having a shot, some people say, well, I'm just having a vodka shot. Mm. So a vodka shot itself is very low in carbs, but mm. it has calories in the in the alcohol. It content. does, and we'll come back to that cool. when we when we talk about vodka itself. Mm. So you know you've got a whole bunch of things that, that are going to go on in the body when you have alcohol. Mm. Remembering as well that you're likely to get a worse hangover 
if you're consuming alcohol keto when hangover. you're on, not the keto <laughs> hangover. This is the alcohol <laughs> hangover. Yes. But here we're talking about we're on keto and we take alcohol. Yes. So you know, at this point in time, we don't have carbs in our stomach, so mm. there's no alcohol getting absorbed mm. by the carbs, and we're becoming a bit more sensitive to yes. the alcohol. So people tend to find a lot of it's anecdotal evidence. But people tend to find their hangovers are much worse, and they are far more sensitive. Mm. So if you were the sort of person where two big glasses of wine and you start to get a bit tipsy, you might reach that point after one big glass of wine. Well, so saves you money. It potentially saves you money, <laughs> but it's risky. It's risky, okay, just knowing. And that's the other key thing is if you're on this, especially if you're looking to lose weight, the worst thing that can happen is you go out for a few drinks, you know, you've had, uh, you've had your two wines as you always would have done, it lowers your defences, <laughs> lowers your willpower, Absolutely. and those munchies look so, so mm. interesting. And it's very, very tempting to start eating chips and nuts and crisps and, you know, whatever bar snacks are mm. around. Or just, you know, having the bread with the meal because, hey, you've had a couple of glasses of wine, mm. so why wouldn't I have the bread? Mm. Before you know it, you've gone full-blown carbs mm. and you're well out of ketosis. It wasn't the alcohol, it was everything else that you consume. Absolutely. So a lot of people do find that they just don't have the willpower mm. once they've had a few drinks because it does relax them and it is that, you know, you, you become the party animal and, um, you know, you just eat whatever's going. I understand. So All be, right. be aware of that. Yeah, we're a little red flag there, little... Red alcohol flag. red flag and red if you flag. do you're going to get the worst hangover anyway so it's really it's really not worthwhile so is it really worth it so <laughs> alright alright so where do we start so let's look at the different um, drinks and I think probably a good one to start with is beer mm. so we, we were you know big beer drinkers as you yes. said we were Corona drinkers Corona fans and shout out to our sponsors Corona Corona <laughs> <laughs> you know, and if you look at beer what's in beer well beer tends to have I would say between 5 and 8% alcohol. Mm -hmm. So first of all, you've got alcohol in there. And then you've got anywhere between, for, for a regular beer, probably 10 to 15 grams um, of the, the carbohydrates. Mm. And they're coming from the original grains that it was, it, you know, that, that went into the beer, mm. that it was fermented from. Yes. So you've got probably around 100 to 150 calories yes. in a regular bottle beer. So it's a fair number of calories. It's quite a lot of carbs. It's getting close to your daily allowance. Mm. Um, and there's, you know, there's some alcohol in there as well. So beer's really, you know, one, maybe two. Beyond that, you're going to start affecting mm. your level of, of And there is, there is obviously the low-carb alternatives now. So there's a lot of companies that are bringing out either zero-carb or mm. low-carb beers. Yeah. So they're an alternative. One of the challenges with beers, is, as, as we all know, is beers is one of those drinks where you don't often have a beer. Mm. Most people have one or two or three. It's, it seems to be quite a social drink where you have multiple beers. Whereas you might sip on a scotch and have little mm. sips. Whereas a beer, you have it's, it seems to be drunk at a, at a slightly faster pace, and so you're having multiple beers, and those calories and carbohydrates add up quite quickly. They do. I mean, if you think about it, you go to a beach resort, mm. you order a bucket of beers, might be five beers. That's, that's just you. 
you know, and that's just, that's just me, exactly right. Make sure you get the ice in there, get them nice and cold, bring me the lime. Uh, but yeah, you do, you, you're ordering a bucket, you've got five beers, mm. and it's very easy to consume two or three of those mm. and then grab another bucket. Before you know it, you've had a couple more. Yes. And I think because they are quite weak, mm. you know, mm. in terms of drinking them, they, they don't taste strongly alcoholic, you don't feel drunk after one or two mm-hmm. beers. It is very easy to consume them. And if it's a hot day, like I said, you're down at the beach, then they're a great way, so it feels at the time, to cool down, to and, cool down and, and, and rehydrate and refresh. Mm. So I think beers are very easy to, to over-consume. Yep. Um, again, you're at a footy match, you know, you've gone to watch your favourite sports team, whatever it is, and again, you, you're on the beers. You know, Even if you have one per quarter, four quarters, that's four beers. Mm. That's a significant amount of alcohol, carbs and mm. calories. Yep, absolutely. So, so beers are not good. Beers are not good, but as you said, there are a lot of manufacturers now realising that people want low carbohydrate or they want low alcohol. And so there are lots of reasonable beers out there. We've tried a few, we've mm-hmm. gone and done, done beer testing. tastings. And um, some of them are actually pretty good. Mm. Um, you know, and even if you just take Corona there as an example, they've got their full strength, but they've got the Corona Ligera. And that's got less carbohydrates, significantly less, about a third, mm. and it's got less alcohol as well. Yes. So, you know, there's a good alternative. It tastes pretty similar to the original version. And if you're out, you can probably have three or four of those and mm. still be okay. You might suffer a few after effects the next day, but you're probably still all right. Mm. So most companies have a Ligera type or a lighter low carb, low calorie beer, depending on what country you're tuning in from. That's it. So, And the only other thing to think about is what ad- what additives have gone in there. So has it been sweetened with something artificial? Mm. Um, is there any high fructose corn syrup in there? Because that's really going to derail you. Mm. But So have a look at the ingredients. You don't need to be really fastidious, but just know what you're drinking. Yes. All right, beers, then wines. Red mm. wines, white wines. Um, white, red and champagne, okay. so all around about the same amount of carbohydrates. Now, um, wines have got less carbohydrates typically than beers have got, so it makes them a slightly better choice. On the other hand, wines tend to be much higher in alcohol, mm. so very easy to have a couple of glasses of wine, feel a bit tipsy and like I said, fall into that trap mm. of, of getting the munchies. Yep. Um, and because a lot of our wines now have more alcohol in them, yes. and they're being served in bigger and bigger glasses, bigger and bigger serves. Mm, of course. You know, so um, five years ago, you probably would have got half to two thirds mm. of the quantity. Um, again, typically red wines a little bit heavier on the carbs, touch heavier on the alcohol. White wines, dry white wines. So if you're going for a white wine, go for a dry. Why is that? Um, the reason is the sweeter varieties simply have more sugar in them. Of course, that makes sense. So, you know, when, when wine is manufactured um, and it's, you know, when, when you're actually trying to make a sweet or a dry, it's simply um, governed by the amount of sugar that's mm. left in the wine. So those sweeter wines, the Rieslings, and especially when you get onto the, the liqueur wines like the, uh, the Eiswein and those sort of things, they are very, very syrupy and they tend to be quite high in carbohydrates. So mm. watch out for the sweet wines because they've probably got a lot more carbs than you realise. And then your spritzer sit in here because that's the wine mixed with They do. Uh, a mixer of some type. That's it. So you've got, you've got the red wine, the, uh, the white wine. They're not a bad choice. Um, then you've got the champagnes, which are a touch lower in carbohydrates yes. and typically served in smaller glasses. Yes. So if you think the about flutes. it, the flutes, the flute will typically have less in it volume 
than a regular wine glass. Okay. So you might be getting 250 millilitres of wine. You might only get 125 or 150 millilitres mm. in your champagne glass. Mm. So it's quite a big difference in Absolutely, the quantity. Yeah. Yep. Um, and a lot of people find it's more difficult to drink lots of champagne. Because of the bubbles. Because of the bubbles. Yep. And it, you know, the, it tends to have that. And one does sip champagne. It's a very elegant thing to do. A little finger up. You, you sip the champagne with a bit of elegance and dignity. Decorum. Decorum. <laughs> right, so beers, wines. And then spritzers you mentioned. Spritzers, yep. So spritzers. So again, think about the fact you've taken maybe a dry white. Mm. And you've taken a fifth of a normal serving, so 20%. And you've added some some fizzy water to it, some mineral water. So you've not got a lot of alcohol left. Mm. You've not got a lot of carbohydrates left, and you've not got a lot of calories. So if you want to be social, mm. you want to have a drink, which is important for some people. They love to yeah, they love to not feel like they're ostracised or yeah. being left out. They've got a champagne glass in their hand or a wine glass, but it's only one fifth wine or champagne. With That's the rest it. is the mineral water. That's it. So the great thing about spritzers, and you know, I'm. They are a bit of an acquired taste because they're quite dilute. Mm. Um, but I think the girls have got it right on this one, to be honest, because what you're getting is a little bit of alcohol. So like you said, you're social. Mm. So if I've gone for drinks after work, I can have a spritzer. I can still drive. Yep. So it's not going to push me over the limit alcohol-wise. It's got lots of water in it. So I'm hydrated. getting my water at the yes. same time as my wine. So I'm hydrated. And because it's a big drink, I can't drink lots and lots of mm -hmm. them, so it's going to take me five of those to be equivalent to one glass of wine. Yes. So I can have five spritzers. Yes. So in many respects, it's an ideal drink if you're wanting to have a drink and stay in mm. ketosis. If you're a wine drinker, you like the wine taste and concept. Yeah, a lot of people say let's go to spirits, but sometimes it's nice for people just to be able to have a wine alternative mm. that feels like they're drinking wine, they can socialise and be part of the group but they're only having a very small proportion of the, the carbs, the calories, and the alcohol. And a lot of people don't like going to the hard spirits, mm. you know, because it, psychologically for some people that's a, a step that they don't want to take. Absolutely. Um, so let's go to the spirits, go talking to the spirits. of those. And we've got a whole range, and in some ways spirits are a good option for keto, depending on the size, depending on the type. So if we're thinking about things like vodka, gin, um, Tequila, tequila, whiskey, mm. they're all zero, zero carbs. Right. Now, they're not zero in terms of alcohol. No. So back to your point from earlier. Let me give an example. Vodka, vodka has no sugar, no carbs, no additives, nothing. When you get a bottle of vodka, if it's 40%, uh, which is 80 degrees proof, then that will have in it, 40% of that bottle will be simply the alcohol, 60% will be water, and that's it. Right. So you've got some trace things in there, but it's basically 40% alcohol, 60% water. It's very clean. Very, very clean, but it still has calories. So if I take a one and a half ounce shot, so about a 45 gram shot, that is going to be around about 100 calories. Mm. So okay. it's still, you know, if I have three or four of those, still had quite a lot of calories mm. and people don't realize if, if you do that a few days at the weekend you've stacked up a whole bunch yeah, of you're empty thinking you're doing calories. the right thing because you're having vodka which is thought clean. of as a clean alcoholic mm. drink and a great keto alternative but two or three of those the calories add up and obviously there's still a fair chunk of chemical the alcohol going onto the liver and making the liver work extra hard. So there's still that impact of having a significant amount more alcohol. There is. So if you are going down the, mm. you know, the route of, of spirits, then um, 
watching the calories, vodka's a good choice. Mm. It is clean. It is one of the most pure spirits. So mm. the, the clearer, you know, the less colour. Yes. The one time I say lack of colour is good. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I say colourful is good, but in this case, clear is good. Because clear means no impurities. Yes. Less hangovers less adverse effects in the body right. so because that vodka is pure ethanol there's very little else in there it's kinder to the body than mm. some of the other spirits that mm. are dark because that dark comes from other chemicals that are basically going to impact the body mm. so vodka is a good choice especially if you mix it with perhaps you know again sparkling mineral mm. water and you put a dash of fresh lime in there so nice freshly squeezed mm. lime you've got yourself a, a nice refreshing drink just watch out for the quantity of vodka that's gone in because you don't taste it it's very easy to have a very large quantity mm. you know somebody's put two shots in Absolutely. instead of just one yeah you know and you don't realize and that tends to be i guess most people's challenge with spirits is that most people i'm generalizing most people don't drink spirits straight mm. most people mix spirits with a, with a with a mixer of some type and for a lot of people just sparkling water or water is not nice is not what they want so they are looking for the lemon flavor or the ginger beer flavor or the coca-cola flavor or the red bull or the red bull <laughs> flavor so they're looking for mixers and they're trying to find either a a zero carb zero calorie mixer or unfortunately they're going for those high co the colas and things with lots of sugar. Yeah. So any suggestions on mixers that you could choose that are more keto-friendly? Yeah, look, that, that's, that's a really difficult one because our view is that you want to avoid, obviously, the sugary mixers. Yep. So, so you want to avoid all your full strengths. Yep. Yeah. So the, the, the zero-carb ones are the not so the better, but the, the non-zero carb ones are the worst, the ones that are full of sugar. The ones full that of are calories. full of sugar. So yep. you don't want to be going for your regular Cokes and Pepsis yep. and, and those are your Pepsi Maxes and those sort of things, mm. your Red Bulls. I would advocate you don't want to be going for the low-calorie versions either. So the, the Coke Zero and those sort of things. Remember that artificial sweeteners, first of all, can have big impacts on the body. Yes. And secondly, they can trick your palate. Yep. So you think, you know, you, you, you're actually um, satisfying that reward circuit in the brain. Mm -hmm. So you want more and more and more. So very addictive. Um, so you're really not helping yourself with the artificial sweetness. But if it's the only choice for you, okay, go for it. Mm. The other sort of things that people will add are fresh juices. But again, they're high in sugar, high in, sugar. And high in carbs, mm. high in calories. So typically, I would stick with lemon fresh lemon juice fresh lime juice. Um, you might add mineral water with something like an Angostura bitters, mm -hmm. which has got a, you know, quite a flavor to it. Just a couple of drops, it's yeah. easy. Even a lemon and lime bitters, um, you know, it is, it is sweetened, but if you go easy on the bitters yep. and you go heavy on the mineral water, then you're not going to get too much. Yep. Um, and other than that, really, it's, it gets quite tricky, mm. I think, with mixers. So it's easy to play it safe and go for those low calorie um, mixers if possible. Mm. If you really have to have a mixer that's a sweetened mixer, then the, the, you know, the low cows or the zero cow, the, the, the zero sugar ones are the mm. best option, but they're still full of, um, full of preservatives and full of chemicals that we really don't want to add into a really clean keto diet. You really want to, th if you, you know, you really want to think about it if you're yeah. going down that, mm. that path. All right, the last one we, we touched on earlier, which is the, you've talked about spritzers, now the mixers, because mm. there is thousands of pre-mixed drinks in a can mm. um, of, you know, whether it's the bourbons and cokes, the, you know, the rum and colas or the, the vodka and lemons. You can buy anything almost in yeah. a small bottle or a can. Um, what's the good, bad and ugly on those? So 
I think the the good is that you know what you're getting. Okay. So if you go into a bar and you order a you know a typical a cocktail or you order a mixer, you don't really know everything that's in it. You don't yes. know what quality is. You don't know what brand it is. Um, you'll see the alcohol going in. You may or may not know exactly how much has gone in, so you're yes. guessing. The good thing about the mixes in a bottle or a can is you can actually have a look at the nutritional information that's on the label. You can see how many calories, you can see how many carbohydrates, yep. and you can see exactly what you're consuming, yep. additives and everything else. Good, good. That is probably the only good thing. <laughs> um, what you're getting in most cases is lots of additives because they're keeping the ingredients fresh. Um, because it's in a can and it's convenient, it's expensive, and they're also selling you probably uh, fairly dubious quality and usually fairly dilute. Mm. So you're not getting a lot for your money, to mm. be quite honest, and they're usually quite heavily sweetened. I'm trying to so make it as pleasant as possible. They are the sugary, the sweet. Mm. Many of them, I mean, we've, we've been through the alcohol pops era where they're targeted more of the teenagers. Yep. Yep. So that's really what they were designed for, the sugary the sugary mixes to get you addicted and keep you buying. So, you know, they should come with a big health warning um, and they certainly don't really fit particularly well with the keto diet. All right. So what's the takeaway? We talked to, we, we wanted to talk about alcohol. The, the takeaway is a glass occasionally, knowing what you're having is not going to throw you out of ketosis. And sometimes it's just nice to be able to, you know, not, you know, be able to celebrate and not have to think about it. But if you drink alcohol regularly, it will impact your keto lifestyle. And then if you are having alcohol, if you choose to have alcohol, it's about being really clear on what alcohol you're choosing, what's in the alcohol, understanding the alcohol content and obviously the chemical on the liver and the calories, but also what the alcohol comes with, be it in a bottle or in a mixer. It is. So Interesting. Think, you know, quick summary headlines. I would say steer away from the beers. Yes. I would say go for, an, you know, enjoy a really nice wine. If you're a wine drinker, enjoy a really good quality wine and have a glass. Mm, mm. You know, so if you're a couple, share a glass between you. Make the bottle last two or three you know, years. maybe three, three <laughs> nights. And, you know, just really enjoy it. Yes. Savour it. Yes. Um, so that's, that's the wine side. And then if you are out, then perhaps go for the spritzer or something like the vodka with the mineral water. It's going to be your lowest calorie and it's going to be your lowest carb alternative. Excellent. Great information. So thanks for your time. Join us again on the next Peaks Life. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience. Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends it's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks day. (laughs)